Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey, folks, welcome to Wednesday night. So glad you could tune in tonight. I trust that things are going well with you. God's still on the throne doing wonderful things, even though we don't hear about it all the time. You just got to know he is. We live in a very perverse world, but I'm telling you, God will not be outdone. Uh, You know, we've been talking about the established heart, and we've talked about different things about over the time about the the importance of the word and the importance of staying in faith and and different things. But I want to talk to you tonight. I'm going back a little bit and starting out a little bit uh, with a little bit different angle because it is about your heart and my heart. The Bible talks a lot. If you ever uh, get a concordance and you look in there, the heart is, uh, the Bible, that concordance is filled with uh, things on heart, how God looks at the heart. And uh, in this day and hour we're living in, you have to know that uh, uh, the scripture says, and as we see things come upon us, it says men's heart will fail due to fear. It's, uh, actually, it says in Ma- uh, Luke 21, 26, Men's hearts failing them from fear. How many of you know fear is, is uh, contrary to faith? <laughs> uh, we know we've heard of, uh, said that fear is false evidence that appears real. And, and many times it does. But, you know, fear, it's hard to walk in faith. It's hard to trust God. It's hard to do the things God has called us to do when we've been fearful. And then Jesus also told us, he said, uh, men ought always to pray and not lose heart. So it's about our heart. That's what the enemy wants is your heart. And that's what Jesus wants or what God wants is your heart. Because man, as David, as it wrote in 1 Samuel, as David was being appointed uh, as the anointed one, uh, Samuel found him. And in, in verse, uh, 16, verse seven, or chapter 16, verse 7, the, for the Lord does not see man as man, or as man sees. For God, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart, uh, that mind, your will, your emotions, even your intellect. God looks on the heart. Well, how, how many of you know that Satan wants your heart too? He wants your heart because Jesus had said uh, when he told uh, over in Matthew 12, when he said, you brood of vipers, how can you uh, speak good things? And out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth's going to speak. Well, out of the abundance of your heart. Well, if you're speaking what the enemy says about what the world is like, Guess what? That's what you're going to have. But if you're speaking what God is saying out of your heart, it's your heart is filled with the presence of God. Out of that, you'll speak, and that's what you're going to have. Uh, over in Psalm 57, 7, it says this. Now, this is a story about when David was fleeing Saul. He went into a cave. Now, this is somebody that was being persecuted and being uh, uh, having... Uh, things coming against him from Saul. We know that Saul was jealous. Saul wanted to kill him. And it says in, in verse seven, he said uh, this, he said, my heart is steadfast. Now here's a person that right in the midst of his trouble, he's telling God, my heart is steadfast, oh God. My heart is steadfast. In other words, it's fixed. It's not, it's not being troubled. It, it may be trouble, but it's not giving in to the trouble. How, how do you, how do you uh, uh, 
can you say that tonight? If you're going through some trouble, can you say my heart is steadfast? My heart is fixed on the things of God. Oh yeah, all this stuff's coming at me, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna uh, stand strong in the midst of that. And he goes on to say, I, awake my, uh, I will sing and give praise. Awake my glory, awake lute and harp, harp, and I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, amongst the people, and I will sing to you amongst the nations. In other words, David said, even in the midst of my uh, toughest hour right now, that when I'm being pursued my, to be uh, killed, I'm going to praise God right in the midst of that. Can you praise God right in the midst of your trouble? Because when you do, he's an ever-present help in that times of trouble. He can come in and help you. And it goes on to say, for your mercy reaches unto the heavens and your truth unto the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. Amen. He says, I'm going to praise God. My heart is steadfast, it is fixed. Remember the scripture we start, started out with uh, weeks back? I, I've read it a number of times. I'm going to read it again. It's, it's the established heart. And I, this is the, the uh, text, uh, scripture text that I use with Psalm 112.1. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the person or man who fears the Lord. Amplified says, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who favors or fears the Lord with awe-inspired reverence and worship him with obedience. And it goes on to say in verse six, surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings or, or fear bad news. His heart is steadfast. That's what David said there in Psalm. He wrote this one too. And in Psalm 57, he said that very same thing. My heart is steadfast. What's mean? I'm going to trust you right in the midst of my troubled times. He said, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. I mean, you know, all about uh, throughout scripture, God is talking about the heart. <laughs> the Old Testament, New Testament. He wants our heart. And it goes on to say, his heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desires upon his enemies. Listen, my friends, we have to know what's your heart like tonight? Is it hard after, hard after God? Uh, remember this, I was looking up the scripture. David was a man after God's own heart. I mean, even though God's got a heart, amen? We're made in the likeness and image of him. We have a heart. And, and we, if our heart is fixed on him, we can begin to see the glory of God. We can begin to walk in the presence of God. That's what David was seeking. Even though he had messed up, made mistakes and, and, and sinned, I say mistakes, they weren't mistakes, he did them openly. When you do something openly, and it's not a mistake, it's, it's sin. But he repented. How many of you know it's good to be in repentance? Don't live in regret, live in repentance. And so David had, was a man after God's own heart, and, and God said, I, this is my man. This is the one I'm going to help, be ever-present help in. In Psalm, uh, or Proverbs 27, 19, listen to this. A man or a person's heart reveals the person. You'll find out pretty quick where a person is. You know, I, I heard Keith Moore talk about this uh, uh, on one of his uh, sermons, talking about people that, uh, you know, uh, that do wrong. But uh, yeah, but he's got a good heart. He'll steal from me, but he's got a good heart. Oh, he'll lie sometimes, but he's got a good heart. Well, you're, 
his heart's being revealed. He hasn't got a good heart. He's got a heart that's conflicted and full uh, of uh, 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 vices and sin. Amen. Full of the devil, really. And so we have to we have to uh, keep our heart in a place where it's pure and and, and open towards God. Here on Psalm twenty or uh, Proverbs twenty seven three says, "For as you think in your heart, so are you." I mean, you know, it's important to know what the word of God says about you. This is part of the things about being established, the established heart. And we'll go through them. I'm, I'm not going to get off this for a while because we need to know it's about a heart condition. <laughs> you know, we talk about that in, in the natural, you know, about heart conditions. You know, I, I remember this six years ago, I had a stent put in one of my arteries after I was my director here's uh, uh, Super Bowl party that night, that very night. I can't, even, uh, it's been, it, it had to be the Patriots playing. They were playing every year that we, <laughs> for a number of years there. But I, I went home and uh, at 2.30 in the morning, I wake up and I had this pain in my chest, you know, and I rushed into the hospital. Sandy drove me to the hospital. You know, miracles happen. It, it, not that you never have a problem, but right in the midst of your problem, you can have miracles go on. She drove me after the Super Bowl, the, the morning after the Super Bowl, the midnight hour, so to speak, and there was nobody in that hospital in the emergency room. I went in, they immediately got, there was nobody to wait. No, what, they, they put me right in, and before she could even get in and give my uh, information to them, they had already had me set up with an EKG, you know? But that day, that, that day, that very day, I had ended up having a stent put in. Well, what? It was to protect my heart, to have the right flow into my heart, right? The blood flowing into your heart, in and out of your heart. Well, that's what God wants to do with your heart, amen? That spiritual heart, that, that your mind, your will, your emotions, your very essence of, of who you are. He wants to be able to get things through you. But when you got all this conflicting stuff in the way of the world, what's going on? Oh my gosh, what are we doing here? Uh, what's Look what's happening in our country. And I, and I know some things are not happening good. I'm not pretending. And But look, we got to keep our mind stayed upon thee. He will keep thee in perfect peace, his mind to stay upon thee. And when you're in peace, you can get the flow of the Spirit. You can be here with the Spirit saying to you, but don't let your heart get conflicted. Amen? Amen. For as we think in our heart, so are we. What do you think about what God has said about you? How many of you know you need to think about what God said about you more than what somebody else has said? You know, we grow up in a world that uh, people are jealous, people are insensitive, people are mean, people are bullies, people are a lot of things. And we listen to that and, it, and the devil will play that on a, on a uh, circular motion. Yeah, guess what they said about you? You're no good. You'll never make it. You're never going to amount to anything. And God's saying, hey, I've given you everything to change the life and godliness through my son. Now walk it out. Know who you are in Christ. Greater is he that's in me now. Amen? Amen. As a person thinks in their heart, so are they. So begin to think what God says. That's why it's so important we have so many voices in the world. We want to hear the voice of the Spirit. And we can't really hear the voice of the Spirit unless we're in His Word. And hear, He'll speak to us through His Word. He'll speak to us uh, by His Spirit. So we want to know uh, what, what He has to say about us. You know, we've talked about that a little bit. I talked about that little book in Him. We, I read that frequently because I want to remind myself who I am now. Not who I was, but who I am now. Amen? 
I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Oh, oh my goodness. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Well, I got to know that. That's what God thinks about me. And let God be true and every man a liar. Let him, let his word be more important in your life than, than what the world says. Amen? Amen. Uh, in Psalm, or Proverbs, I keep saying Psalm, but it's Proverbs 4.23. You know, that's what we read uh, in verse 20 last a couple weeks. But it says, keep your heart. Now, that's why do we want to keep our heart or guard our heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. What you see and what you're hearing as, as a way of getting into your heart. So do you guard your heart of what you see and hear? Are you listening to the world's way of things? Are you listening to all the stuff that's going on in the world? Now, it doesn't mean we're, we put our head in the sand and say, oh, no, I, there's no problem. There's nothing going on. No, but we don't meditate on it. We're to meditate on God's word. So that will get into our heart and out of our abundance of our heart, our mouth will speak. And out of you, as you speak, you'll have. Amen? Amen. Over in Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart. Are you pure in heart? Well, I, I, I've got terrible thoughts. Well, then get, get out, re, rebuke them, get them out of them. They're strongholds. They'll become a stronghold if you're not careful. And you'll be like a, a, a Christian and it'll be up and down all the time. You don't want to be that. You want to be solid and sound. And how do you do that? You purify your heart by what you're reading, what you're hearing, what you're seeing. And, and if you're taking in junk, it's just like a computer. You bring it, whatever you're putting in is going to come out of that thing. So you put in the right things. So your heart will be pure. In the Amplified, it says this, blessed anticipating God's presence, spiritually mature. That's what we're to be. It goes on to say, are the pure in heart to those with integrity, moral courage, and godly character, for they will see God. Wow, you want to see God? Get your heart pure. Amen? Well, how do you get your heart pure? <laughs> if you got things going on in your life that you don't, you, you've been doing and you know it's wrong, repent. Ask God to fill your heart with his word and his presence. Amen? And begin to believe what he said about you. And let your heart be in a, in a position that you can see God. In, a, in the... Uh, Passion translation, it says this, what bliss you experience when your heart is pure. For then your eyes will open to see more and more of God. Amen. Amen. We're, we're, in, the, <laughs> we're in this to grow on a continual basis. We're not a, one, a, a fly by nights. We're, we're to be in his word. We're to seek his presence. Listen, as you get older, day by day, Lord, I want to know more about you. I want to know more about you. I want to know you more. I want to know you in a greater way. That was what David, why, when he wrote all those Psalms talking about, I'll bless the Lord and I'll praise the Lord and I'll magnify the Lord. Why was he doing that? Because he wanted more of God in his life. You want more of God in your life? Begin to say that out to him. Say, Lord, show me more things. Re reveal more things. I don't, I don't want to be like a, uh, a one-trick pony where I, all I got is a, a little bit here and that's all I need. I know I'm going to heaven. Well, listen, how about living a little heaven here on, on this earth? And how do you mean that, Mike? Uh, the presence of God. The presence of God. How can you be a blessing to somebody else if you don't walk in the blessings that God has given you? Amen? Amen. So what do you do? I know this is uh, repetitive. I, I say this so much I get accused of. But, but I, didn't, I didn't say... <laughs> to stir yourself up. Paul said it. Paul said it. Told that brother Timothy, Pastor Timothy, stir yourself up, Tim. 
Come on, Tim. I have to say, stir myself up, Mike. Stir, my, stir up, Mike. <laughs> and so we do that. Why? So we can get more of God, more insight to him, more of who he is, more of working in our lives. Amen? Amen. Now, listen, you know, I say this because he is no respecter of persons. He's not, listen, he's not going to do for somebody else what he wouldn't and has already done for you. You got to know that. Well, I did this and I did that and I, I come short. We've all come short of the glory of God, but he's forgiven us and he set us up on solid ground to be a, a mark. <laughs> he's marked us with his goodness and his mercy. But we got to say that for ourselves in Jesus' name. Be free of that old uh, sinful life and be free of that old life that you used to live. Don't live in these regrets. I come back up with that again because a lot of people live in regret because that's the enemy wants to bring regrets. God brings repentance and he brings a future for you. Amen? Amen. I'm telling you, it's about our heart. And if we're going to establish our heart, we got to change our heart. God changed my heart. I used to say this a lot. I haven't said it as much, but I used to say, Lord, I give you my heart and I ask for your heart, a heart of love and compassion. Love and compassion. Does the world not need that today? My goodness, we need that today in the midst of this perverse world we live in. Give me your heart. What was Jesus' heart? He was moved with compassion. And you know what? When he was moved with compassion, he did something. He healed people. He delivered people. I, I, that's, that's always gotten me. Well, I, I, you know, pity is one thing. Pity is when you feel bad for somebody. Compassion is when you, you pity them. Not only pity them, but you have an answer for them. You have a help for them. Amen? That's what needs to come out of our heart today. Not all this conflict, not all this division, not all this disunity, but compassion. Compassion for our brothers and sisters. Compassion for the lost. Compassion for our enemies. Amen? Why did he say love your enemies and pray for those that persecute you and despitefully use you? He wants your enemies. He wants our enemies to be saved, to be set free. Amen? Amen. Throughout, throughout the... Uh, the Bible, God would always use different things to, 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 to bring their enemies into submission back in the Old Testament. I mean, I heard one time where uh, what they were going to go out to pursue the enemy, and he said, no, just feed your enemy. <laughs> they fed the enemy, and they never fought against them again. The enemy stopped fighting against them. You ever thought about that? Well, we have to know what the Holy Spirit is saying to us today. We have to know that, that he, how, to, how to operate in every arena today because we can't know everything, but he does. Amen? Amen. Now listen, in John 7, 38, he said, uh, Jesus said, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of the, his heart will flow rivers of living water. Amen. You know, you want, don't you want rivers of living water flowing out of you? Don't you? I, I got this river of life. We were talking about that at a prayer meeting the other night. It came up. Uh, we used to sing a song. The, uh, I got the uh, uh, rivers of life flowing out of me. And, you know, I got the love of God in me. And I got all this. I forget the whole, uh, 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 but you get the context of it. Rivers of living water. What you say can bring uh, deliverance. What you say can bring help. What you can say can bring healing and, and help to people. Amen? That's, uh, those who are satisfied by, by Jesus will themselves be channels of spiritual refreshment for others. 
Don't you want to be an encourager? Don't you want to be a person that, that has a heart that loves people in spite of what those people do to you? Amen. I'm telling you, it's so important to know this today because God wants your heart, but so does Satan. Now, what you, go, you make the decision. We all make the decision who's going to have our heart. I want to read Colossians 3, uh, uh, 12 through 17 in the Amplified. I was reading this the other day, and, and it says the character of, of the new man. How many of you know we're the new person? It says man. You understand that. It's male and female, the new person. Amen. So it says, so as God's own chosen people who are holy. How many of you know you're holy? I've been made holy, not because of what I've done, because Jesus is a holy God. And he says, be holy for I am holy. Set apart, sanctified for his purpose and well beloved by God himself. Put on a heart of compassion. Well, there's talking about the heart again, isn't it? A heart of compassion, kindness. How many of you know it's good to be kind? You ever, you ever notice that when you, uh, being kind to people sometimes will get you more, it'll get you more uh, favor than you can even imagine. Just being nice to people, just being kind to people. You know, have you ever been in a situation where somebody's kind of had a bad day and you're, you're wanting to uh, maybe at a, uh, at, a, at a restaurant or somewhere and, and you're just being so nice to them and, and you know, it just changes the whole atmosphere. So we need to be kind. Uh, humility, have humility. Are you humble? Don't, don't think uh, you're, you know, don't think more highly of yourself than you should. God wants you to think like what he says about you, but we don't go around saying I'm somebody and you're nobody. No, we're, listen, uh, God loves pe people and he loves us. We need to be, have a, a spirit of humility, gentleness. Boy, I can tell you when you get your heart pure, it's real. When you say something out of character, it's real easy to identify. But when you when your not, heart's not in a position to receive from God and you're you're just going about your own way, guess what? You can say things and do things and and not be kind and gentle to to people. And patient. You ever thought about being patient? Woo! Wow, that's that's a biggie right there. Well, I prayed for patience and everything. All all things broke loose. No, you don't pray for patience. You walk in patience, which has the power to endure whatever injustice or unpleasantness comes with good temper. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is good stuff. You ought to go read this in Colossians uh, chapter three in, in the Amplified. With good temper, bearing graciously with one another and willingly forgiving each other if one has cause for complaint against another. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so should you forgive. Wow, forgive others. You don't forgive others by how you feel. You forgive others by an act of your will. I choose to forgive them. You know, unforgiveness can lead to a lot of things. It can lead to uh, uh, sickness. It can lead to uh, a stress life out of control. And if you've got people you've, uh, and things that you haven't forgiven, do it by an act of your will tonight. Just say, Lord, I forgive them in Jesus' name and help me to, to stand strong against that. Amen? Beyond all these things, put on and wrap yourself in unselfish love, which is to perfect a perfect bond of unity. For everything is bound together in agreement when each one seeks the others uh, the best for others. Whew. Seeks the best for others. 
I hope you're doing that tonight. Let the peace of God, the intercom of one who walks daily with him, be con the controlling factor in your hearts. Let me read that again. The intercom of one who walks daily with him, not just Sunday morning, not just once in a while, maybe through the week, daily. Be, control, be the controlling factor in your hearts. That means deciding and settling questions that arise. To this peace, indeed you were called as members in one body of believers. And be thankful to God always. Wow, I'm telling you, this is exciting to me right now. Be thankful to God always. If you have a thankful heart, you're on your way to getting being so blessed by God. You can't, I mean, I can't even describe how good it can be. Amen. Let the spoken word of Christ have its home within you, dwelling in your heart and mind, permeating every aspect of your being as you teach spiritual things and admonish and train one another with all wisdom. Wow. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual psalms with thanksgiving in your heart. You ever do that by yourself? Lord, I just praise you. I thank you for who you are. You're wonderful to me, God. I thank you for my salvation. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or deed. Now, this is a matter of the heart right here. Do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence of him. In, you've got to be depending on him, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is about our heart. It really is about our hearts, folks. We want to have an established heart. We've got a heart that's hard after God, as David was. A man after my own heart. God has a heart. We have a heart for you tonight. Listen, we want to continue on this. We want to just search our hearts tonight. Search your hearts. See if there be any. You know, he said this in one, and uh, the psalmist said this. Search my heart, O God, and see if there be any wicked way in me that I might not sin against you. What was he saying? Look into my heart, the places I can't see. We might have a blind spot of what we're doing and don't even know it. Search my heart, Lord. He'll search your heart and show you where you need to either repent or, or quit doing something you've been doing. And, and it puts you in a position that you won't sin against him. And when you don't sin against him, you're not going to sin against fellow man. Amen? Amen. Well, let's pray. I've got to get off here. I haven't got much time left. Well, Father, we thank you. that. Oh, I thank you, Lord, that you've put in us, not taken out that old stony heart and put in a heart of flesh that's so good that delivers us from evil. We, we have a heart after God tonight. And Lord, I pray for everyone in the sound of my voice would have that same desire to know you, to know your heart, to know what your word says. This is your heart. This is, this is a, 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 uh, a uh, book about your heart and what you have, to, have done and what you're continuing to do in, in mankind. So I just thank you for everyone here out there tonight. May you be blessed. May you have uh, the joy of the Lord, the peace of God would guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. If anyone needs prayer tonight, just tell them. Pray for themselves. Lay your hands on yourself. If you need a healing or a, a, any kind of thing like that, you just lay your hands on yourself and say, I, I speak healing into my body. Chase the devil off and what he's trying to do to you in every situation. And in your mind and your heart will be filled with the presence of God. We thank you for this time. We just give you all the praise in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Good to, good to be with you. See you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. 
And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.